Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight on my right, Adam Markham. Addy, how are you, home? Doing very well, Josh. Feeling very good tonight, Mike. How are you, Mike? Ready for Super Wild Card Weekend, Daddy. I'll be in Las Vegas. Oh, look at you. In a rooftop heated swimming pool, watching oh, on about an 80-foot theater screen. All my bets go down in flames. Let's go. You're going to be wearing one of them oversized t-shirts in the pool? Absolutely. It gets cold up there on that rooftop. It's supposed to be like 60 in Vegas this weekend, so that the the wind gets to whipping up there. Sure, yeah. You don't want them nippies getting out there good and hard, do you? Just rock hard as soon as you step out the pool. Like, you legit just can't. You got to be in the pool the whole game. You're there for about three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to, uh, yeah, you don't want to. No one wants to see that. No one needs to see no that. No one needs to see that. No one wants to see that. Nah, man, maybe for a second. Maybe just for a second. But It's then, cold, though. But then I need to probably look away. Yeah. And then look back for at least a couple <laughs> more seconds. We're glad y'all are here. This is fun time of the year. Fantasy football might be over. But playoff fantasy football is here. Addy, I've said it before. This is probably my favorite type of fantasy football because you get fantasy plus the kind of gambling survivor pool kind of aspect to it with you got to pick the right teams and the right players. So it's fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, we've been doing this now for over 10 years, I think, at this point. Is it really that long? I feel like it. Yeah, we've been doing it for a bit. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's the best. It's the best. I mean, uh, yeah, you... We hate when the, I mean, now that we've started creating content, I mean, it is a little bit of a, you know, a nice, it's a nice reprieve, but you know, this is still, this is still what gets me going. Like, uh, you do miss fantasy a little bit, so you you want it to continue for a little bit longer. And yeah, this is just the perfect thing. And there are obviously great ways to sort of indulge and partake in the playoff festivities, whether it's gambling, DFS, you could do survivor pools. We're doing all of it. For but, sure. But playoff fantasy, it's, that's, good. it's the best. It's really good. It's the best. I put it in the article that we just put out on the website, theidpshow.com, the lead into the article with your rankings. I said, the only way to really scratch that itch after the season is to get in a playoff fantasy league with, of course, full IDP. So yep. if you haven't checked it out yet, Adam dropped his ranks over there, theidpshow.com. We linked to the spreadsheet. It's got all the top options For all 14 playoff teams, you have your confidence rankings in there, Addy, and your top 75. So not only did we rank the options for every team, so if you have a different confidence level than Adam does for these teams, then you can pick, say, you've got a hunch that maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to make a deep run. Well, then you can load up on Jags. They're all right there, Addy. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we tried to make it, you know, user-friendly and... 
and still lets you, you know, do your own thing and build your own team the way you want to do it. Because, yeah, I mean, you know how it goes? Any, anything goes when, it, when it's playoff time. So, yeah, um, it's, uh, yeah, just, you know, we don't have all the answers. We don't know. That's what makes this beautiful. But we're going to have all the info for you. That's right. You make your own decisions. Yeah. Here's what we feel. But if you uh, want to pick the Eagles or you want to pick the Vikes or Tampa right. Bay to make a deep run, there's there's your top You're options. Have all the top options. We're going to have their tackles laid out, their sacks laid out. I think their interceptions, interceptions, laid out, and, and their points per game laid out. Per game. So I mean, that's you know, that's, that's, all the, right that's there. what you need. So let's talk a little bit, Addy. Before we get into in this episode, we're going to walk through the top IDP options for the NFL playoffs. Let's talk about just these games in general. We both filled out our brackets, uh, myplayoffpicks.com. If you want to fill out a bracket and be able to print out or download the image and share it to your Twitter or whatever. Yeah, put it in our comments of the uh, tweet we put out. There you go. Share your uh, playoff bracket and let us know who you picked. But, Addy, why don't you walk us through your bracket, who you liked, who'd you pick, and uh, what you're feeling on some of these games. We'll talk through the games, the teams, and then we'll use that as a segue into these IDP options. Okay, so let's start with the AFC first. Bills versus the Dolphins. I don't think there's any chance the Dolphins win this game. I think that's the one I'm like, I'm 100% certain the Bills are winning that game. Yeah, right. They have the least chance of anyone in this in the playoffs, I think. Especially, I mean, Tua's not playing. I, I think it, I'd be shocked if Tua played. He's the one. Lamar Jackson, maybe. I think Tua, no. Okay, so yeah, no shot. Bills easily advance there. Bengals versus the Ravens. I mean, I kind of feel the same. I mean, yeah, especially Lamar's not especially playing. no Lamar. Even if Lamar does play, if you feel like he's just going out there to try and gut it out, um, so I and he's been out for a little bit. He's going to be rusty. He's been out for a month plus at this point. That team, that offense is just, it's just, it's bare. It's just even bad. with Lamar Jackson, it's very limited. Yeah, for sure. So Bengals, I think, win that one pretty easily, and then Jags Chargers. That's that's going to be that's one a coin of the games. flip. That's yep. going to be one of the best games of the weekend. I like the Chargers there, though. It's still you know Jags just don't have the experience yet. I I do love Trevor Lawrence to dominate that division for probably the next ten years. I guess depending on what type of quarterbacks they bring. What in type in the draft. of yeah? I mean, Mike Renner from PFF put out his uh, first mock draft top five had the Colts trading up to one to take Bryce Young. So so that would that be big. changes the equation very quickly, but. You still like uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is, with a little more of a um, sort of a head start on the other quarterbacks in the division. For sure. You got to you gotta think that Trevor Lawrence is going to be, you know, probably a top 10 quarterback for the next, what, 15 years? Absolutely. They're probably he's going to end up being he's got like the intangibles. Top, top six, probably yeah. top five. Once he truly hits his peak, I agree. So you went, okay, I think we're aligned here. You went Jags in that game or Chargers? Chargers in that one. So I went Jags. So I went. Uh, I'm it is with at Jacksonville, you. right? Yes, I think Duval is going to be rocking. They're the, they they're the four be. seed. You saw that Titans game, man, on Saturday. Yeah. That place was electric. I think the crowd had a big impact on that game. So I went. Yeah, Bengals over the Ravens. Lamar, no Lamar. I think it changes the calculus a little bit if Tua plays versus Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater or whoever. But even then, I'm still taking the Bills and I'm taking the Jags. So that's the AFC wild card. Chargers are sneaky right now. You know, you're getting Bosa back. That is a massive addition. The vibes are bad just because the game Sunday was bad with playing the starters way too. The, playing the starters to like 
uh, like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, you go for the win and you lose the game against the Russell Wilson led Broncos. Yeah, that was a, it was a bad look. And then Staley's explanation was terrible. The vibes are bad, but I agree with you. This team is On getting, paper, I guess they're getting healthy, but it's still the chargers. Yeah. The most yeah, cursed. cursed organization in the NFL. So over on the NFC side, who do you like, Gaddy? All right, so Niners versus the Seahawks. I like the Niners here, but I think the Seahawks, you know, that's a division game. You never know. Everyone, I think, is hot on the C- uh, on the Niners right now, of course, and rightfully so, but Seahawks are pretty solid. I'm just, I was blown away to see Geno Smith had 4,200 yards, 30, yes. 30 touchdowns, and 11 picks. Yep. Like, what a year for Geno Smith. Truly. But I think the Niners are nine and a half point favorites in this game. Niners are surging. And, They're so good. And uh, I guess, spoiler alert, I do have the Niners as the winners. Did you stick this. with it? <laughs> I know you're waffling a little I'm bit. I'm going to, but this does scare me. You know, like this this first game does scare me a little bit. But I think feels like a trap game. I do feel like the Niners handle business here. I mean, um, they're the better team. That defense is dirty. They should they should take care of, of things, I think. Uh, Vikings versus the Giants. This is going to be a very close game. We just saw this game a few weeks ago, and it was a good one. It was, it was. right down to the wire. That was a Thanksgiving game. Right. Vikings. No, I'm sorry, but not a Thanksgiving game. Was it a Thanksgiving game? Um, I thought it was one of those primetime games. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just a regular game. Yeah. Because the, sure. uh, the Colts, I think, played... No, the Colts played the Vikings on uh, in December. I think this was a Thanksgiving game. I think it was... Maybe that evening game, Vikings-Giants, would that be right? I'll look it up while you talk. I don't know. But Vikings right now, you know, they're they're the vibes. Speaking of vibes, like the vibes aren't great. Like they, you know, I think they got kind of exposed a little bit. They they um they had a great season, you know, better than they've they've had in a while. But still, this is a game they could easily lose. Christmas Eve game. Okay. Vikings won twenty seven to twenty four. Yeah. Very close. That was right down to it. Yeah. The Giants are just hard to play. They're good. They're they're solid. Daniel Jones can do a lot of things with his legs, and he's not the worst passer in the world. And like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're well prob- coached. They're, they're, Saquon Barkley's really good. Yes. the uh, The rumor is they're going to bring Daniel Jones, damn Daniel Jones, back for another season. Because about Saquon? I wonder. Well, that's a good question. You think they'll let him test the? Uh, are they going to tag Jones? That would be that would be the smart way to go, honestly. But that's yeah. a thirty million. Do you want to? I would probably rather give him. 30 whatever million for one year as opposed to 25 million for four. Yeah, right. Whatever. That's, that's what he's going to, it's going to be like a, one of those Bortles deals. I don't think it's going to be a top of the market type of deal because those are 45, 50 million a year. Right. But, but I think he could 20 get to, 25, 30. I think so too. So yeah, I'd probably rather franchise tag him. Just yeah. see, continue to transition. I, I don't want him to get sucked in. Daniel Jones is fine. Mm-hmm. It's probably like the, 20th best quarterback in the league, 18th best quarterback in the league, somewhere in that range. Yeah. But you can do better, Giants. Yeah. But, hey, nice season. Very well coached. I got the Giants here. I think you're going Vikes. I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I went with Niners in the other game as well, even though I agree it could be closer than people are giving them credit for. So the uh, next game, Addy's probably the toughest one of wild card weekend to figure out. Yeah, both these four or five matchups are tough. Cowboys visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Probably Tom Brady's last game, potentially, if they lose here as as a buck. As a buck, right, yeah. Yeah, could be. I've heard Titans. I've heard Raiders. I've heard not, not hanging it up. I don't think so. I mean, what else do you got to do now? Yeah, right, true. 
He's probably got, you know, he's caught up in this uh, FTX crypto thing. He's divorced now. He has now. to work. He has to Yeah, work. he needs yeah. the money. He lost a lot of money. Yeah, he's got some alimony payments. So, yeah, I think uh, this was the toughest one to call. But I just at the end of the day think the Cowboys are better than the Bucks if we get the best version of the Cowboys. But you have Mike McCarthy in the mix. You have... Dak Prescott throwing multiple interceptions in five different games this season. But, I mean, the coaching for Tampa Bay has not been good this year. Todd Bowles, I think, is, yeah, uh, you you know, these they're not going to fire these coaches that are in the playoffs, but I don't know how you could look at Tampa Bay's performance this year and be, like, inspired about the Todd Bowles era. Oh, I mean, that, yeah. He's been carried by Tom, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so for me – I agree it's going to be very close, but because of that, I'm going to take the most winningest quarterback of all time. It's a good bet. If I was going to go with Tampa, it would just be because, are you going to bet against Tom? No. Are you going to have Tom getting a first-round exit against the Cowboys of all teams? No. And we've seen him do it a lot this year, you know, have these these, uh, last-minute wins, so I don't know. I just, I I like it. And also, they I like the way they finish the year, you know, that big win against Carolina and, and the offense kind of, Mike Evans finally got going. Seriously. Um, if you kept him in championship week, was yeah. it week 17? He went for three tutties? Yeah. yeah, thank you for that, Mike. Thank you for that, Mike. Uh, Did not help anyone because all your teams were eliminated. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, that'll be a fun one. It's going to be a good weekend, of, of, of like, like always, man. I'm excited about it. So I'm going Cowboys, you're going Bucks. Okay, so let's go divisional round AFC. Who you got? All right, AFC, so Kansas City versus the Chargers. I'm going Kansas City here. Okay. Uh, Bills versus the Bengals. This is a tough one, but I still like the Bills. Yeah. I went. I had Jags, so Chiefs, Jags. I went the Chiefs. I have Bills, Bengals as well. I went Bills, so Chiefs, Bills in the championship, AFC championship. But we were talking about a little bit before we got on mic here. Bills, Bengals. This is a wild card type of game. Wild card is in like – there are factors in play that we can't quite anticipate because this is a rematch of the DeMar Hamlin game. Yeah. So what are the emotions like for both sides? You know, this game would be played in Buffalo because Buffalo is the higher seed. Yep. So I don't know, man, like what happens in that game? It'll be very emotional. Yeah. Just from, just from everything that happened. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it feels like a coin flip, right? Yeah. And that's why like, you love the Bills as a potential, you know, Super Bowl winner this year, but I feel like this game is just a ton of risk if you're going to have a lot of Bills. If you're going to go Bills heavy, yes. you're scared to death of this Bills Bengals matchup. It's probably because I have the Bills. Spoiler alert: as my Super Bowl champion, but I probably will hedge a little bit and take some Chiefs and some Bengals. Mm-hmm. Probably load up more on Bills, but sprinkle in some of those because um, it's a tough road, man. You get the easiest game of Wild Card Weekend if it's the two LS Vikings, but then you get the Bengals and then the Chiefs and then one of these potential buzzsaws from the NFC in the Super Bowl. That's a tough, tough road right there. Yep. So whereas if you're the Chiefs, you get the first round bye, you get to play the Chargers or Jags, and then your first real challenge is in the AFC Championship if you make it that far. So, yeah, we both have Chief Bill, Chiefs Bills, I believe. So, going chalk. Yeah. I'm pretty chalky through this whole thing. Me too. But I will say, NFC side, chalky as well. 
Uh, but so I have Eagles, Giants. I believe you have Eagles, Vikings. I have uh, I have Eagles, Tampa. Oh, Eagles, Tampa. Okay, so Eagles versus the Bucks. Okay, yeah. So I have Eagles, Giants. I went Eagles. You went Eagles as well. Eagles, yes, correct. And then I have Niners, Cowboys. You have Niners, Vikings, Vikings. Okay, Niners, Niners. So Eagles, 49ers. We both picked the one, two seed on both sides, but I went with both the two seeds. I went with Bills versus 49ers in what this bracket calls the big game. Nice. And I went with the Chiefs versus the 49ers. So a rematch of uh, Mahomes' first Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I mean, all those. All those matchups. All are those be great. would be great. I mean, you give me Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Eagles, 49ers. I mean, you could throw in, I guess, the Cowboys on the NFC side, but really I'm wanting that. Eagles, Niners, yeah. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. If it's any of those five teams, I'll be thrilled. What if it's Tampa? Tampa Brady. One more ride with Tom. Would you like it? I mean, not really. I'd like to see another team in there. Eagles, Niners, please. Not not Bucks. What if he just turns it on? I mean, he could. He could have just been saving himself the whole season. He's gonna unleash all his magic. Witch That'd be powers. so sick. Would that be his? Would that be his best ring? Probably. That'd He's be his most dragging time. this. I mean, uh, some of those Patriots teams were bad though. Yeah. yeah. You had a very good coach and a well coached defense, but I mean, were they pulling in like defensive players to play wide receiver on some of those teams? Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. I'm sure, but. Boy, everyone is shoveling dirt on that guy. Yeah. Be one hell of a story. It would. <laughs> Give me chills. Making me rethink my bracket. I just don't think that team's very good, man. No, nah, they haven't. They haven't proven. They've underperformed. I just think it's like the band that stayed together. Like, Yeah, they're boring. We've talked about it. Two albums too long. They're old. They're just old. They're just old. They're very old. I, and, I was, and the coach, you're right. No one's inspired in that locker Yeah, room. Todd Bowles is about as interesting as like, concrete so not not necessarily the coach that's going to inspire or rally the troops there so uh there you go so we've both got the 49ers you've got chiefs i've got bills and you are picking the niners as your super bowl champ and i am going with the buffalo bills yeah and that's crazy right because i mean they they have brock purdy at quarterback right brock purdy but like you mentioned he's six and oh six and oh do you go to jimmy g if Jimmy G is healthy, come say the uh, NFC Championship game. Is he going to be healthy though? He's going to be hobbled, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's the question. Let's just assume he's a hundred percent healthy. The practice reports look good. He's letting it rip. No limitations. You going back to Jimmy G or sticking with Brock? I don't know. That team's been pretty good with Brock. This is a very easy answer. I'm sticking with Brock. Yeah. Why mess with what's working? Yeah. You can always go back to Jimmy G if you want next season. Although I think he'll be somewhere else. Maybe Vegas. What happened to Trey Lance? Boy. Big old bust. I think you. the easy answer for me is you give Trey, obviously, a shot at the starting gig, and then you have Brock Purdy in there. If you want to make it a competition in camp, you can. Or if you just want to name Trey the starter and Brock the backup, you can do that as well. But I think you keep Brock, you keep Trey, you let Jimmy walk, and uh, you ride with Trey and, and Brock. But what if Brock gets a ring? If Brock gets a ring, then I think you're playing with house money. Because if Trey fails, you have the best backup plan. But you have to give Trey Lance a shot. I don't think anyone would be like, Oh, he's had plenty of chances, Josh. <laughs> what, did he, what did he get, like, break his leg in the first game? 
Second one. The Second first game, game. First game was the monsoon. Oh god, that's right. He's had more than enough chances, Josh. It's like let's just everyone calm down. Like this was someone that very smart football people were excited about headed into the season. I'm still excited. Yeah, I had loads of Trey Lance. Yeah, that was. It's just sometimes that stuff just breaks, breaks wrong. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's like fantasy football is so much about the bets that you make. You know, like this year, it looks like, let's tell the story of the home league. My God, the craziest, is that the craziest finish you've ever seen in a championship game? Yeah, I think so. That's the craziest one I've seen, and I it mean, just I've, so happens I'm involved in it. I've been in, in games like that where you win or loss, after, you know, because of kneel downs. So this is this is our home league. We've talked about it a little bit, back of the VIP, 16. Yeah, Bobby and I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, 16 years doing this league. I'm in the championship game against our buddy Corey. Corey's had a great career in that league. Seriously, as well. he won last year. I think he's won like three or four times. He's won at least one or two other times previously. Mm-hmm. So Corey's very good. Very good team. It's a good league. It's a great league. We all, you know, we all take it serious. Some of us take it serious. There's a few. We may need to prune some branches off this tree. Drop it down to an eight-team league. <laughs> It could be. Uh, but there's – so his team was loaded. Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs. This team is – his receivers were okay, but his running backs and his quarterback were stacked. So, of course, the Bills-Bengals game happens. I have Gabe Davis. He has Josh Allen. So we agreed to do replacement scoring from that game if they make it up or Week 18 if the game is not made up. Obviously, Bills, Bengals, not made up. So we decided week 18 scoring, and we felt good about that because they were both in the same game. So it's different than if you had your opponent having a different matchup than you. But since we were both affected equally by it shifting from the Bengals being the opponent to the Patriots being the opponent, I felt good about using the week 18 as the solution there. So we go into the game. I didn't agree with it, but hey, I ain't going to say nothing you about it. thought we should have called it and I should have uh, just won. So I'm up 22.48 points. We wipe away the scoring from week 17 for Josh Allen, for Gabe Davis. And we go into that game. Of course, Gabe misses, that Josh Allen misses Gabe Davis for a touchdown early in the game, first half. Gabe Davis had a bad game. Bad game for Gabe. Bad hands. Bad, I think he's got bad hands. I think he has like stone hands. Stone hands, yes, I agree. Opportunity galore, talent galore, just stone hands. Yeah. So then Josh Allen, of course, drops that bomb to Steph Diggs, and Corey goes up at that point. He goes up, I think, I think as I think they were driving a little bit there at the end because Gabe Davis missed, had a touchdown drop off his hands there in late in the fourth quarter. I'm screaming in the house. Paxton's wondering what the hell's going on. Why is daddy yeah. screaming at the television? Yeah, he's scared. He's scared to death. Allie's taking him outside. Like, it's okay, baby. Allie's crying. Everyone's crying. Everyone's upset. So then I'm like, it's over because they're, they're just going to run the clock out now, essentially. So there's no chance for Gabe Davis to get any more points. Corey is up. Corey is up 0.18 points. All right, so I think the game's over. Corey's won by .18. There's nothing that can be done. Then Buffalo gets the first down under two minutes. So, of course, what's coming next? Kneel downs. 
He takes three kneel downs, loses three rushing yards. We award 0.1 points for every rushing yard. So he loses 0.3 points on those three kneel downs. I win by 0.12. Craziest. And I thought the game was over. And Corey literally put in our sleeper chat, oh, my God, you just won on the kneel downs. And I was like, what? Because I had forgotten we did 0.1 per rushing yard. Yeah. So I went back in and checked. I was like, oh, my God, they took off 0.3 points from his total. I'm going to win by 0.12. We're still waiting to see if there's any stat corrections, but craziest, craziest finish I've ever seen. Because two yards, you know. Truly. That'll swing it. That bumps it back up. Yeah. So I'm I'm checking it every day. I'm just like, oh, yep, still still the same score. Thank God. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm glad. Congrats. How many is that? Yeah, you've won in there before, right? Yeah, I won in 2018, I think. So this will be my second title in there. But uh, I'm glad we were able to. Were you able to come to a good resolution across your leagues in terms yeah. of how to handle it? For the most part, there were no, like, really close games. Like, we, and, and I, I, like, I let, like, the uh, everyone that was involved in the championship, I let them kind of work it out first. Yeah. You know, and if they wanted to, uh, do the thing like you said on week 18 i let them do it yeah what did most of your leagues decide did they just concede because the games weren't close yeah most of them just conceded that's how we ended up resolving the xffl bobby conceded to zach a lot of those free leagues i was in they just kept it at, at, we just kept the results of uh, whatever week 17 yeah. was i got like boned on a few of those but i was like i don't care whatever. if it's a free league who cares exactly it's like i, I could have been like wait that's it but i was like i, I don't no. i don't care no no, it's. I fine. wish I wasn't in this league. Honestly, yeah, exactly. You know? Like, it's, let's just get this over with. I don't yeah. want to have discussion around this. Um, yeah, we had an XFFL. Bobby conceded to Zach, and then we basically put it to a vote as far as replacement scoring. Yeah. Or should we let the concession stand? That's funny. Concession stand. Um, mm, I love those. That's so good. It makes me think of like little league ballparks and yeah, uh, bubble gum. Bubble gum. Yes, getting like a dollar and getting twenty green and the grape twenty and the, pieces of gum. Um, yeah. But. The league voted seven to five to let Bobby concede to Zach, and so Zach was named the champ. Yeah, and then I tracked the replacement scoring for Week 18, and Zach would have won hand. Yeah, it worked. So it worked itself out. I think the way it was supposed to. Yeah, that Bengals Bills game was going to be a damn shootout. Shootout, which Zach would have probably he had seven players left, and Bobby had his kicker. Yeah, Bobby was up like twenty three, I think. So I mean, yeah, you know, leagues like that where it was obvious who was going to win yeah hopefully people did the right thing like bobby was actually up Mm -hmm. he was so i mean he could have been a a total douche about it and been like well there's a chance yeah but at the end of the day that's That's, what we talked about that's an incomplete game that's an incomplete game and there was 350 minutes remaining for zach where bobby only only had like i think you know one a kicker right yeah evan mcpherson from the Bengals. so i mean incomplete game you can't give there you know the NFL didn't give the Bengals, Bengals a win, win because yeah. they were up. They were winning the game 7-3. to three. And the, the argument that, well, you know, these league platforms are keeping the scores as is because that's how league platforms work. Yeah. They're not going to go back and rebuild the process. of. They're not going to leave a championship game pending for a week or longer to yeah. see if this game gets replayed or to allow for... They're just going to roll it forward, and they're going to let the commissioners fix it. Yeah, right. Hopefully your league is good enough where you guys can talk about Figure it. Figure it out. reasonable. And yeah. I said in a week... We talked about this with Bobby last week. 
in a week where everyone seemed to rally around DeMar Hamlin, it just felt gross to then like rip each other to shreds in arguments over how to resolve a fantasy football championship. Yeah. Which is like, it is important. I don't think we should be like, well, this doesn't matter. Who cares? No, figure it out, but figure it out in a way that respects everyone. And yeah. don't like, don't let this tear your league to apart trying to settle this thing. Like just figure out the fairest best way to do it and let that be the way you do it yep hopefully it never happens again yeah hopefully but i mean we've had corona now we've had a game be canceled so i think as leagues we probably need to start thinking about how are we going to handle this stuff in the future whether it's not just champion the the last game of championship week i mean i don't know that that will ever happen again but i think we're in a world now where we need to have contingency plans in place for how do we handle incomplete games yeah Players being ruled out for, you know, whatever the case might be. We're in a different world now, Addy. Got to cover your bases, maybe. That's right. Well, let's talk about some top IDP options from the playoffs, Addy. And I think I would encourage anyone that is doing a fantasy playoff league to fill out your bracket first. Yes. I think it's very important to get a sense of which teams you like, which teams you don't like. And then stay away. I I always did the approach of, well, let me just sprinkle my players around. So that way I'm kind of covered regardless of who makes it. And I routinely finished in like last place. Yeah. You got to, you got to pick two teams, maybe three, and you just got to hammer those teams. And if you bet wrong, then you bet wrong. That's right. But you're trying to win. You have to bet. You have to play this to win. Spreading your, your picks out and spreading, you know, spreading your teams out. Hedging does not work. Nope. Absolutely, you will go get, all in. You you will get killed. It's like for the longest time, I was always winning those leagues we were in because you guys would not pick Patriots. Yep, and I was picking tons of Patriots, and, and they were winning, and they were winning. Yep, and that's how you do it. And I picked the Rams last year, and the Rams go to the Super Bowl and win. If you pick a team that's in the Super Bowl, you're probably right. going to win. Yeah, if you load up on one of those teams. Yep, for sure. So. Like I said, Adams ranks the top seventy-five are reflective of your. Confidence rankings here, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, Bengals are your top five in terms of confidence, but you can determine how you want to play this thing, which teams you are confident in, but let's just talk through, Addy, some of the top options, and let's just start with your top 75. Give us your top 10 guys that you are targeting in these IDP drafts. All right, so number one, Nick Bosa. 20.6 points per game this year. I think that was most among all edge rushers. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, he's, you know. He's a 101 I feel great about. Yes. Because he's the best player Mm -hmm. on, I think, the team that a lot of people feel very good about to reach the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. So, I mean, if they reach Super Bowl, that's four games out of Nick Bosa. So, I mean, that could be 100 points. That could. Um, He could easily be the IDP MVP for the playoffs. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, there's other guys in here that matches, like, big play bill. Like, you know, Micah Parsons, obviously, for Dallas. Um, but Dallas, we don't think they're going to win more than – they may not win round they may one, not, right? Yeah, they may not win one game. But Same I with feel like, like uh, maybe they get to two rounds. Yeah, maybe. But, like, yeah. a Roquan. Right. Roquan's arguably the third best IDP yeah. in the playoffs. But not you've got him at number 75. Right. Just to kind of throw him a bone because the Ravens – very likely do not win that game. Right. So, Nick Bosa, number one. I feel like that's pretty easy. Nick Bolton, number two, linebacker for Kansas City. He's averaging 16 points per game this year. 
Uh, number three, we have Matt Milano out of Buffalo, 15.7 points per game. Uh, linebacker TJ Edwards is number four out of Philly. He's averaging 14.9 points per game this year. Willie Gay is fifth for us. That's probably a surprise for most people, but man, he's just a big play machine. This is when you want those big play machines. And I feel like right, like, yeah, right now is when you want that. And, and yeah, I mean, um, he'll have a, a ton of opportunity to make those plays. So I like him a lot. And then the 14.7 points per game, that's just surprising, dude. I mean, um, he's been he's been great this year. Third on the team behind Chris Jones and Nick Bolton. Yep. Legereus need to have him up here. Although I did see something pretty interesting. I think it was tripped. Yeah, out. I saw that too. They've flipped the usage uh, between Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie. Yes. Trent McDuffie is playing primarily out of the slot. Um, and Legereus is playing that boundary corner, right? right? He's playing out wide. So uh, Legereus Sneed, you know, the production has still been pretty good as of late, even though that usage has changed. But Trent McDuffie's um, production has been really good. The tackle numbers have been really, really up lately. So, I mean, Trim McDuffie definitely becomes useful for us now, I think, and someone that I'll probably be bumping up in these ranks. Yeah. Uh, so after Legereus Need, and just you'll notice I have it's so far it's been all number one or number two seeds on this list. Yep. So we're loading up on these guys. Uh, so behind Legereus Need at six, we have Chris Jones at number seven. He's averaging sixteen points per game this year. Just a nice big play option to have. And I plus, think you could make a strong case for him as high as like two or three. I think so, just because we know how how hard it is to find you know, good defensive lineman. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he, he's going to be someone that gets you multiple games, uh, but just has, you know, a, a huge ceiling. And he's been, he's been on fire. As God, he's been, yeah, beasting. He's been great. That last game, I swear, I think he went like 35 plus. I'll look yeah. at, I'll pull up the log. He's he done was, that he like was incredible. three times this year, but yeah, just to, you know, we, we've, we've said it often. The guy is a, an amazing best ball uh, asset. Yes. Fred Warner is behind Chris Jones uh, just because I love San Francisco. I think they have a chance to get to the Super Bowl this year. 13.1 points per game, and then right behind Fred Warner because I don't really, you know, uh, both these guys are fine. Dre Green, Greenlaw is teammate. He's averaging 13.2 points per game this year for San Fran. He is a little uh, banged up, so that'll be something to monitor, but I, I imagine he'll be okay. Here was Chris Jones' last three games, week 16, 17, 18, 23.6. 14.65, 37.7 wow. against Las Vegas. Yeah, and his PFF grades are nuts, too. Um, Five tackles and two and a half sacks in that game. Absolutely crushing it. So I think, yeah, you could make a strong case here that, oh, man. It's, it's, it's weird, though, because I feel great about Buffalo, obviously. But I don't feel great about a lot of their IDPs. Right. That's why I don't have and a lot of them And that's what's weird, right? Yep. I love Milano. I agree. I'd probably have him top five. Yep. But some of these teams that I feel really good about. If Von Miller was still there. We if would, Von Miller, we'd yes. We'd have him high up here. Absolutely. That hurt losing him. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's just there's not a lot. But we'll get into them here in just a little bit. Like, well, I'm heavy on them, like, in the, you know, once we get, like, to the 15 to Look 30. at Philly. Philly, another one where it's like, yeah, you got uh, TJ Edwards. Edwards and then Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick and Chauncey's back now. I like him. Javon Hargrave, I think, yeah. is a great option for you. But, yeah, same thing. And also, you know, with the with Philly and same with Kansas City, I mean, you do have to ding them a little bit because they're not going to – the max games – the game. Right, the max games they can right. get is three. That's Whereas why – Bills and Niners – 
uh, they can get four. Exactly. You really, if you like the two seed, that's just another reason to maybe yeah. consider them. Even if you think, okay, I've got it as a coin flip between Bills and Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Load up on Bills because you get the extra game. Yeah. So maybe the Chiefs will make that up if they win, but I don't know. If you think that's a toss-up game, load up on the Bills. And same thing in the NFC. If you think it's Eagles, 49ers, toss-up game, NFC Championship, go 49ers. So let's talk about some of these, yeah, deeper options here, Addy. So that was, uh, I believe that was your top 10. I think we missed a few. Tremaine Edmonds was number nine. Hassan Reddick was number 10. Uh, Reddick yeah. Reddick had an amazing season. He was awesome. I don't know that we talked enough about him because that whole Philly line was really good. I, I mean, think you look they at came it, close to breaking the record for the most sacks by a team in a season. I believe it because also you know it's like there's some unlikely sack numbers too. I think Brandon Graham had 11 sacks this year. Yeah, um, I think uh, Fletcher Cox had 11. I believe. I think Hargrave, Hargrave had, had 11. Double digits, right? Yeah, sweat so, double digits. Uh, Hassan Reddick had 16 sacks. Wow. Five forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and 49 tackles. Dude was a beast this season, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I wanted to look up here because Josh Sweat, I know, I think he was banged up, but I think he's back now. Yeah, he was out for yeah. week 18, but he finished the season with 11 sacks. And then, yeah, I swear, I think Hargrave. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, 16 11 for Hargrave, 34 and 11 for Brandon Graham. Yeah. That's awesome. Incredible. Uh, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, yes, you're right. He is back. He played last game. And he was productive. I think he had like seven tackles. So you love to see that. Welcome back, Chauncey. We so, miss I mean, you, bud. Top option, really. I so mean, He's going to be one of the top defensive back options. Absolutely. For seven sacks for Fletcher Cox. It was Brandon Graham I was thinking of because they had three guys with 11. They had Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat, I think, all had 11. And then Reddick had 16. Yep. That defensive line is incredible. My God. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I love having – I really love having Chauncey back for the Eagles' chances in the playoffs. But, yeah, for IDP, yeah, that's a – if you don't – if you fade DB and don't grab, like, oh, man, I mean, who would you even grab? I guess, like, a Legereus. Um, would but you I, go – I think I'm staying away from Legereus at this point because he's going to have to be drafted high, you know. Would you, you have Hufanga ranked over C.J. Gardner-Johnson – I think so, but that's, that's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. Again, you probably lean with the Niners because they may get the extra game. Yeah, but I feel like the the ADPs in the in the drafts probably won't be. I feel like Hufanga is probably going to get drafted higher just because people are going to forget about Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He'll probably be if you got these ranks, you're not going to forget about exactly. Him. He would probably be if you looked across like most IDP playoff leagues. Hufanga will probably be number one. Yeah, number one DB off the board. I bet. I'd say so. Maybe Poyer. If people yeah, like maybe the so. Bills. Yeah. I mean, if you and if you're loving in DBs, yeah, I think Snead will probably be the the leader. Hopefully, hopefully the more casual IDPs have wised up to how good Legarius has been. Yeah. I think this I mean, you finish as DB one. I don't think there's any way that anyone who is paying attention is I don't I mean, well, the our friends in our league, like Connor and Jacob and Cabell, they don't play IDP. So right. I'll be very curious who they come in targeting. You know, probably just the the bigger names that they recognize. To my top five DBs on this list, Legereus Sneed, uh, Talanoa Hufunga, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Jordan Poyer, Teron Johnson. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Again, loading up on the top options here. 
you want the players that are going to advance. That's how we play this league. I mean, there's different formats out there and all that stuff, but that's how that's how we do it around here. Yeah, I like, and then we should mention, as far as our preferred setup, and there are tons of ways to do these leagues. Uh, some leagues you draft every week. Mm-hmm. Like every week of the playoffs, you draft a new squad. Uh, I've done a few of those before. The only way that we have found, and maybe MFL does it, but I checked last year and MFL did not do they do IDP. custom they do custom leagues. I feel like they would do it. But I feel I, like I've looked into it, but it was a headache to set up. I, I think it might have been one of those though, where it's draft every week. Maybe, maybe so. could be wrong. But I, I remember looking into it at least last season. Fan tracks. We've mentioned this before. The only platform we found mm-hmm. that does this kind of survivor pool type of postseason fantasy where you draft a team and then they just get whittled down each week and it tracks the scoring for the guys that are left sleeper has to do this well we need to read yeah what are we doing come on sleeper they just probably don't realize it's a big need but i mean i think this would be a bigger thing if just absolutely more sites you know a lot of a lot of places do offense only yeah but idp which is i think the way you should play it obviously you're listening to the idp show i don't feel like it'd be that hard to program into your site absolutely not so you know, if you're on Sleeper, which you probably are at this point, I feel like they're the biggest platform, maybe reach out and message them if you're interested in this stuff. Just that's because they're good about listening to feedback. So, I mean, if there's something they are. that you're into. They just, had a thread. They put out a thread, like, how can we improve in 2023? Yeah. Uh, we should mention Fantrax, if you go to their website and pick the football option, you'll see Playoff Commissioner. That's the type of league you want to set up. And then you can put in your rosters. We do an offline draft. We do a a draft in the Google Sheets because we're freaks in the sheets. Yep. We're gonna have our draft Thursday. That should be fun. We'll we'll post our our rosters whenever we get done with our. It's a five team, five team draft. So we'll do it offline spreadsheet draft. Adam will go back, put the teams into fan tracks, and then you used to track scoring by hand in the Google Sheet. Yeah, it was a. Thank God we got that off your plate. Yeah. Now fan tracks tracks all the scoring. Of course, we use big three scoring for that. And uh, there's tons of great, great sites out there for offensive playoff fantasy rankings. But check out Sigmund Bloom's ranks over at footballguys.com. You said yeah, Sig looking for the goat rankings. Yeah, exactly. You said that Sig was the reason you were wiping the floor with us for so many yes, years. Sir, thank you, Sig. Is your secret weapon. Yes, sir. We thank you, Sig. We thank you. But, again, the idpshow.com. If you want to check out the rankings, it's the it's the main story on our website right now. So let's talk about some of your favorite kind of later round picks because the way I like to do this, Addy, is I like to load up probably 75, 80% of my roster picking. I try to do two teams. I try to do my two Super Bowl teams, which in this case would be great because it would be Bills 49ers giving you four games. And then for the last, like, 25, 20, 25%, I like to sprinkle in just the best player available. That's how I like to do it. So who are some best player available options that you like that maybe aren't going to advance? Maybe they get you two games at best. Yeah, so some of those guys like Foye Luwakun. Like, because, you know, like I mentioned, we we all kind of assume that San Fran is going to advance and, and advance far, but that's a tough game. Seattle is is scrappy and they're they hang around in all those games. That's a division game. They've already seen each other twice this year, so um, you never know. You never know what can happen. Um, so that you know, getting potentially getting two games out of Uchina, Cody Barton, also his teammate. I think Cody Barton would be a great pick. I mean, 
<laughs> There's no linebackers there anymore. I was, uh, I was thinking about that. Who is it besides Cody Barton? I think it was Tanner Muse. Is it Ryan Neal? Is Neal back? I was I was looking into that. He missed. He missed. Um, I think he's gonna be back for the playoffs though. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, who was the LB, bro? I think it was Tanner Muse. Tanner Muse. Yes, that's what it's someone named Eugenia's, Tanner Muse. Yeah, Tanner Muse. So. Let's see if he had. Yeah, he got. Uh, yeah, he got 38 snaps in the uh, Week 18 game against the Rams. Foyer is another one that I love, obviously, just because, yeah. I mean, he's just been an absolute monster. The Jags year. could very easily get you two they games. Could easily win that game. And, I mean, if if they do, like, I remember when uh, the Jags were in the playoffs a couple years ago, like, probably four or five years ago this Bortles, point. The Bortles season or a I different think so. one? But I, th- I feel like Tevin Smith balled the hell out. And and he was, like, a guy that I picked, like, in the last round. Yeah. Just because no one wanted any Jaguars. No, right? You didn't think the Jags were going to do anything. But I swear, I think he had, like, a 17, 18 tackle game. Holy one of those crap. games. He was a monster for me. So, kind of same thought here. Like, a lot of people aren't going to be on the Jags. I think a lot of people are going to be on the Chargers, Herbert, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, but the Jags could easily win that game. And if you get two games out of Foyer, oh, boy. That'd be that beautiful. That could be really nice. I yeah. Mean, that, could be, that could be 30 tackles. Absolutely. And we should mention, I think the teams that we feel the least confident in, I'm not taking any Miami Dolphins. No. None. And that's, I think they're the worst team in terms of the top option. And even Ravens, I'm only taking Roquan, and I'm just hoping, and I'm only taking Roquan hoping for like a monster game, like yeah. a 40-burger. That's my last pick. Right. If Roquan's still out there, we do an IDP flex spot. I'll take him as my IDP flex. Yeah, just to hope sure. for two sacks and 12 tackles. But Ravens, Dolphins, yeah, don't feel great about those. And the, and the NFC, absolutely. Could the Seahawks upset the Niners? Yep. Yes, it could happen. Could the, 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 the Tampa Bay-Dallas game is a coin flip? You could get two games out of those teams. Yep. Um, That's why I have Devin White and Levante David a little higher just because I feel like the chance for them getting two games is, is pretty good. Also, another one like in that – same manner, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and Azizo yes. Jolari. I yes. Mean, they could easily upset Minnesota. Absolutely. So those guys have massive big play upside. So I like it. Kayvon's been tearing it up. I was hyping him up quite a bit this season. I mean, you mentioned it. Did you put it on Twitter or maybe in Slack that, like, the the biggest offseason, like this, or maybe you said it on the pod, like this said is it the time. Times on the pod. To go get Kayvon, like his big breakout is incoming. Yeah, he was easily the the biggest buy. Yeah. So I wanted to see the best here. Buy. No, that's maybe that's why it was. <laughs> I was making the horrible dad jokes. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Like, I think Cowboys. Cowboys, if we get a good version of the Cowboys, that's a team that I think could make a serious run. Right. But you just feel Icky even saying it because it's the Cowboys. It's kind of the NFC equivalent of the Chargers. Yeah. Are we going to trust the Cowboys when the lights shine bright? Yeah. But that's a very good team. It's right. a good defense, good quarterback, coach, not so much, but it is a coach with a lot of postseason experience. Something yeah. to be said for that. You're mainly targeting what Micah Parsons, though, and yeah. Jay Ron Curse. That's, and that's the thing, too. Even with that being said, the Cowboys could make a run. Who do you like? You'd almost rather go like Bucks and just stack yeah. Devin White, Levante David. I think so. Then, I mean, yeah. Also, Antoine Winfield, uh, shout out. He finished the season very strong, so everyone can feel good about that, I think. Yeah, I saw Nate Tice talking him up. Oh, on really? Twitter. Yeah, giving him some love. He's still awesome. He's so good. People for, will forget that how you know how good that, that dude team is. just underperformed. I think it 
kind of tossed a little bit of dirt on a lot of their top assets. They're banged up too. Yeah, man. Not just old. They are banged up. Old and banged up. But that's what happens. Old teams get banged up. Mm-hmm. It happens. Old guys, little... Uh, Winfield's not old, though. We're not saying that. Yeah. He's younger. He's in his prime. How you feeling about Tryon Shoyinka? Not great. Not great. I don't feel good. I don't feel good about him. I, I, I You want to see more flashes at this point, more production. Shaq Barrett coming off that injury? He's... Plummeting down the ranks? Probably so, yeah. What was it? Was it an ACL? Yeah. he's. Uh, no, it was Achilles. Oh, that's even worse. Not good. That's so, not good. Yeah, you don't like to see that. So let's talk about some teams. Do you think... Do you think... Okay, let's, let's take the Niners and Eagles out. Do you think between Cowboys, Giants, Vikings, which of those three teams has the best chance to make a run to the NFC Championship. Because that would get you three games. And if you get three games out of like a late pick, that could be beautiful. So if uh, if Dallas wins, who will they play in their next game? They'll play the 49ers. Okay. I've, got, I've got them playing the Niners in the divisional round. I think I have a lot of Vikings higher. I just like the Vikings. Th- you know, it's, it's going to be a tough game against the Giants, but I like them to win that game. And then, I mean... They could they could win they could win the next round too. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind taking like Daniel Hunter, Zadarius Smith, but then really that's about it. Eric Kendricks, Jordan you Hicks. You can't trust Jordan Hicks right now. He's not is, he's is not he, playing. Is he not playing? He's not his his snaps are way down. Um, Asamo has it. been been uh, getting he was out this last week, but he's been he's been has playing. he been surging. Ooh. He's been playing a lot better lately. It is hilarious. I, I, every year, once the postseason rolls around, I look, I update my roster spreadsheet for our main league. I think hilarious, bro. I have like twenty four players, and I think I have five offensive guys. Like my, oh, wow. my defense is set. Defense is looking great. Yeah, I have Kareem Hunt, Alec Pierce, Gabe Davis. That's a guy that has a IDP podcast. Truly. That is That's a same thing with me. My my IDPs are just getting out of control. Like I've got way too many. But what can you do? We keep getting these good mother efforts. You know, we it's, can't just let them go back in the exactly. Pot. I gotta I gotta sign these guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, franchise tag uh, Devin White. Yeah, like nine and a half million one yeah, year. That's fine. I didn't I didn't like his number. Got up to like nine point. Eight. Okay, so will you and you probably should and will do this, but whenever you tag, it gives you the option to extend. Depending and it, and on it actually drops it a million. It does. It depends on what the number is when I see the extent. So the tag you're saying is nine and a half. It's million? about yeah nine and a half ten million for so one contract, year. That contract will probably be like four years forty million. No, and that you're not doing that. I didn't do it when we had the chance to extend them in season. See, I kind of like that contract. I don't like the fourth year paying them probably twelve It'll million a year. He'll be long gone. I just don't want to have to. I've been in that situation before. I think I was still paying, I don't know, some linebacker that I had that was a big-name deal. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, Jayon Brown. I was paying mm-hmm. Jayon Brown like $10 because you can't get to where you, these players, if they fall off the cliff and you're paying them $11.5, 12000000 million, nobody's trading for these guys. Yeah. So you're just eating it. Yeah. You just end up cutting them and just paying them their whole salary. So. Yeah. I'm just going to take him for one year, then maybe franchise tag him one more time. But I, I just don't like the I don't like the four year deal. If it's a two year deal that pops up, like two years twenty four, I might do that. I two just, years twenty. Yeah, that, that could but pop it's up. the four. It's just I, I don't want Devin White four years from now. 
Yeah, that makes sense. It, it makes I mean, me I, nervous. I don't think he'd be on your roster. I feel like you, you're moving that guy. I just wonder, is he more is he more appealing under contract for that amount? You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like he's lot. I feel like that's a fair price for him in that type of league. I think he'd be more appealing if it was just a one year deal. See, I don't know. Because I, I'm if I prefer someone locked in, and this is RSO tangent. So sorry if you don't like this. But oh, we got some. We'll, we'll talk about next week. We've got some RSO centric episodes coming up. I just like the fact that we know what his contract is for. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we know what it is for four years, and it's not. It's not outrageous. I feel like that's fair. Ten million per year for uh, a, a a guy with top five linebacker upside. The cap is going up. Right, it is true. Right, I don't disagree. I don't. I would not fault anyone who's like, yeah, I'd be fine paying Devin White 10, 11, 12 million a year. And I wouldn't like him on a one-year deal because I feel like those extensions are going to be higher. I feel like that that you're getting in, you're getting in as fair as you're going to get that guy. I think it's tough though. I think you'd. I'd have to work out the parameters of the trade. If a, if a trade partner came to me and was like, hey, I, but I guess you could. Well, no, because if you traded White bef- and the team had already used their franchise tag, you'd have to tag him and yeah. then trade him. Yeah. So you'd have I'd have to have the other manager say to me, "All right, the deal is done. We're going to announce it, and then you can put the tag on him, extend him, and then trade him to me." Yeah. That would yes, that would be fine. But that's the decision you have to make. You know? That's the decision we have to make. Do you want to tag him or do you want to extend him when you get that option? I'm definitely going to tag. We'll see what the extension number is. Yeah. If it's two years, for sure. If it's four, I'll really. It'll I'll, be four. I'm pretty sure it's going to be four. Well, think, that's what it was in season. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was 10 years, about 40. I feel like every tag. 10 years, four years, 40 million, 10 million a year. I'm going to be tagging Debo. Oh, that's a, about a $30 million tag. I just don't want him to go into the pot. Yeah, that's true. I There's think some. He's, he's going to have a, a bounce back here, I think. What would, I was looking at some of the free agents. Devontae Adams, franchise yeah. tag. He's Cal- already been tagged twice. Calvin Ridley, franchise tag. That's an interesting one. Hmm. I was peeking ahead at the free agents, and I was like, there's some uh, some choices that have to be made here by some, some managers in the old league. Hey. RSO's fun. Everyone try it out. Speaking of, I wish Bobo was here. We could give him his 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 uh, his props. Bobo won the second good. annual IDP Hunger Games. Bobo had a great year. He won like he did. multiple leagues. Multiple I leagues. I had to pay him out. I'm I'm the treasurer in a lot of leagues. Yeah, it's because you work at a bank. Yeah, people just trust you with money. <laughs> I, I guess. Know. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, he 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 cleaned up. He didn't want to brag on himself, but he won three out of his four Dynasty IDP leagues. Let's go. And on. the Hunger Games. Yeah. So I mean, that's you that's know, a good year. This is a, it's a good year. It's a good pod. We got Bob on it. That's right. So Bobo outscored the next closest team by about 15 points. He'll get his name on the trophy. That's tight. Save us some money. We don't got to send out a shirt. I know the winner was going to get a shirt and a website sub for 12 Sorry, months, guys, because they are sick shirts. They are very sick. We will have some for sale. We should yes. mention. If you're listening to this pod, you get a little bit of a sneak preview. Adam put the shirts out on Twitter a while back, but yeah. once they come in, which they should be in here in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll put them out. I think we're going to have about 25 shirts for sale. Yep. So stay tuned for details. If you're over on the IDPshow.com, you will get first right of refusal on the shirts. And these are good looking shirts. And these are high quality shirts. If you've got right. some of our previous shirts, we've we've had to go through these like little internet stores, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just the quality kind of takes a hit. But these were printed locally uh, from a buddy of mine. Good quality shirt. The design is it's a beautiful shirt. Screen printed shirts. I love so it. So 
it's pretty sick. Very, very excited. One of the many things we have coming up this season that yeah. I'm very excited about. Y'all know us. We we do something. We're going to try and make it look good and do it nice. And yeah. Do it right. we, we've always said we want shirts that you would just wear. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, well, I, I love the show and I support the show and I don't care if I look like a doofus in this shirt. We don't want to plaster our logo all, all over something, you know, and... No, no one. We want we want you to want to wear this out. Yeah, we want to make it a cool shirt. Yeah, and it's a very cool shirt. Very cool shirt. Very cool back graphic. Yeah, the back graphic is. I mean, I might get it framed and put it up on the wall. We should do that. We should get it framed and put it up on the wall. I would love that. So uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribed. Theidpshow.com. We'll drop it over there as a chat. We'll allow people to claim those uh, through the chat feature of the Substack app. So make sure. That you have the Substack app downloaded and that you're subscribed over there and you will be the first ones to be able to claim these shirts. So, Addy, I think we got a little bit sidetracked there, but that we was did, fun. We did, we did. We can bounce back. I do want to mention... That was some, a nice tangent. Some of my favorite... So, some of my like, favorite like mid-round picks and guys that'll be under the radar in your in your, in your your um, drafts with IDP. Guys like Kaiser White. You know, a guy that's going to... He'll play 76, 77% of the snaps for Philly, you know, as their second linebacker. And Philly may get three games. Philly could make it to the Super Bowl. I think we they'll definitely get two games. Uh, so that's that's a nice little pick that you could probably get, honestly, with, like, your last pick of the draft. Uh, Justin Reed, also a nice pick. Juan Thornhill, a nice pick. Diamador uh, Lenore. Diamador Lenore, one of my favorite names. He's a solid pick. Tarverius Ward's a solid, uh, solid pick. Um, for San Fran, Tredavis White is back for Buffalo, and he's been pretty good as of late. I don't mind him. Trent McDuffie, like we mentioned earlier, he's kind of manning this slot right now for Kansas City, so I think he's a good one that will be under the radar. You could take him with one of your last DB picks. What do you um, think about the Chargers? You've stacked some of these guys right in here on top of each other, but like same thing. Tranquil, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, those are some nice IDPs. Exactly. Just I mean, on a team that I don't really trust. You don't trust them, but, I mean, you can easily see them – Beating Jacksonville. That's a coin could, flip of a absolutely. game. Absolutely. So if you get two games and then they go play the uh, Chiefs. And you never know. You never know. You what never know. Happen. Those are usually pretty tight games. Those are, you know, two good offenses. Um, you just never know. So yeah, that those are some sneaky plays. But again, we're not touching the we're not touching really any of the Dolphins. Not touching a lot of Giants. Not touching a lot of Seahawks. Um yeah, the, not the, touching any Ravens. The Dolphins have the worst because Christian Wilkins is the top option at twelve point seven points per game. The team with the next closest is Dexter Lawrence of the Giants is thirteen points per game. Yeah, but even so, they're just we just don't believe in them in advance. You know, I would love to take some Jalen Phillips if, if of they, course, if, and maybe you know if if the concussions don't happen with Tua and stuff. If Tua is playing, yeah, we're supposed to different... find out tomorrow. Coach McDaniel said they are going to get word on his status tomorrow. So watch the news. If Tua's playing, that's it's closer. That's sure. closer. I mean, they. you remember they beat Buffalo in Miami yeah. early in the season. Now, a lot has changed since then. Teddy would definitely be playing, not the Skyler character. Teddy can't finish a game. Yeah. But they put Teddy boy, in that there. That Skyler guy can't complete a throw. No. That, 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 that game, if Skyler Thompson is playing, I promise you, I will be betting in excess of like two, three hundred dollars on the bills to probably cover the spread. And I don't care what the spread is. I don't care if it's 14 points. Yeah, that's it. That's gonna be a TCU Georgia type of ass whipping if the Skyler 
Thompson-led Dolphins are going up against Josh Allen and the Bills. Do you watch every minute of that game last night? I turned it off at halftime. We were watching a baking show by halftime of that game. Yeah, it was terrible. It was awful. Bad look for NCAA. Yeah. Just hate to see it. Bad product. Yeah, just I <laughs> wish Ohio State had been in the championship. Hell, maybe they'd have given us a better game, but uh, a good season, TCU. They're, um, what, so the 12... 12- Team playoff will be 2025. Is that what I said? No, saying? I think it's 2024. Okay. I think this is the last year we're going to have four, then it goes to 12. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's good. I love it. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's the way it should be. I mean, it's. But college is so weird right now with all the. Dude, uh, the transfer portals and the NIL. Like, I would love to see. I was <laughs> discussing this with my father in law, who's more plugged into college football. I'd love to see, like, a six. Like, Four to six mega conferences with like, I don't know, uh, let's say 12 teams a piece, right? So let's say it's six mega conferences, 12 teams a piece. That's 72 teams, right? And you have these lower conferences and it's sort of like European football where you have relegation. So the bottom teams in, so the bottom six teams say go down and the top teams from these lower divisions come up and get to join the mega conference and get a chance at the 12 team playoff. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I think so. Be kind of interesting, right? Yeah, I like it. So you could say SEC, you know, yeah. Big 10, ACC, Pac 12, whatever the hell it is now. Yeah. I don't know. But you could create these sort of mega conferences, have the big programs as part of those and then let the, you know, Top two teams from each of the six mega conferences goes to the playoff or something. Yeah, I like it. That'd be kind of fun. Speaking of the NIL stuff, did you see the uh, Dabo Sweetney quote? No. Oh, my God. Dabo is so cringeworthy. Oh, my God. It was about, um, he's like, yeah, our our program was built on uh, name. Uh, Image likeness. likeness. But not what you guys are thinking. I'm talking about. God. Oh gosh, is that name, what? image, and likeness? Dabo, bro. It's like, dude, come on. Also, how did no one in the room laugh? How did that? no one groan? Like, how did no one boo or like throw stuff at him? <laughs> it's like just, that gift. Boo that man. I know, man. Just like, come on, dude. Man, like, what are you, you doing? What are you trying to prove here, bro? Yeah. You think you love God more than me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me laughing. You're gonna get me coughing. I don't know how we get sidetracked again. That's what happens when it's uh, just a little more fast and loose. We don't have an agenda. Mm. It's the first episode we've done in a very long time with no, like, very well-planned-out show doc. Yeah, it was, I mean, you know, off-rip, I think we were talking about nipples, so your nipples. So I mean, That's right. We were uh, talking nips. I'd completely forgotten. <laughs> this show has gone in so many various directions. It's right. I was going back and watching some of the... I love that we brought Connie in for season two, and immediately, like, we're live-streaming every episode. Like, no yeah. safety net for Connor, who knows nothing about IDP. Very He's dumb. literally just keeping us afloat. And we're like, Connor, we're going to put you on YouTube so people can go back and watch your takes every episode. <laughs> I always loved, like, Connor reading the doc, you know, just reading off the numbies. <laughs> just reading off the numbies, yeah. <laughs> the, the, none of it's processing with him at all. Like, he's just seen the script. He's on set doing the rehearsal, and he's never seen these words before. Whatever's there, he's reading. Yep. We could literally put in, like, Dick McPickles <laughs> with 69 points a game, and he would just read it and probably move right on to the next guy. Yep, absolutely. We tried to get Connie on tonight for a little mock draft, but uh, Homeboy little was uh, 
probably asleep at eight forty-five. We had to do it late tonight. Uh, we we were celebrating uh, Silas's sixth birthday. So shout out to my my homie Silas. I love you, dude. Six sixth birthday. Six years old. I remember when you guys told us you were pregnant with Cy. I know. Time really does fly. It Time is, is marching uh, on, Eddie. Nat put together like a seven minute seven minute video of just like clips and photos. Oh God. Like, dude, I was a wreck. Dude, yeah. I was like, why did you do this? Yeah, why did you destroy <laughs> me like this? Like you know we're fragile. I watched it like with Silas and Nat, and I'm just like and Silas is, like looking over me like she just boohooing, I'm sure, bro. He's like, Dan, are you okay? Dad, are you all right? It's like I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, it's, 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 there. Funny, it's, it's, it's funny though. It's like, um, because like <laughs> men, we never, we know men, we try and suppress crying all the time, but it is amazing. Like just how much better you feel after just, just a good, whatever, just a good old cry. Just out of nowhere. Like just that. get it out. He's like, wow, I, just, I suddenly feel alive. I know. Like, uh, I, I guess I do feel things. I do have emotions. I'm not dead yeah, inside. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly dead inside, but there's little sparks, little glimpses of life. I have moments. That's right. I've said before, being a dad destroys your emotions. Yeah. Like, I cry at the weirdest stuff now. Yeah. Commercials. Um, I mean, just things that yeah i think we've talked about this with bobby before like like the espn segments like where it's like some heartwarming like yes. those are oh, those God. are like every those, time those are catnip for tears yeah almost every time i'm gonna this get... player's playing for his dad <laughs> oh, you just you lose it dude you lose it and it's like okay i always kind of shuddered when people said well as a parent right like you but it and I always thought, well, you should just be able to relate or understand something as a person, right? But when you become a parent, I've come to realize it like unlocks. Yeah. Like you got Silas a Nintendo Switch for his birthday, yeah. right? You guys are going to be playing some awesome video games. It's like when there's a level that's unlocked in the video game. Being a parent unlocks parts of your heart so you're, that you're of your heart that you're like, I didn't even know that was there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I understand now as a parent. It's like. There, there was an experience on the other side of this kid being born that you just can't understand until you're in it. Yeah, it's an immediate love. It's like nothing yes. else. In the, you know, every every other relationship you've, you've ever experienced, you've got to like kind of, other than like, you know, your mom or your dad, whatever. But like you got to, you know, you got to build up and learn that person and learn their, learn to love their quirks and all that stuff. But you like, don't love them from the literally the second you meet them. Yeah. But, like, with your kid, man, like, even, like, the grossest things they do, like, you don't care. No, it's just, like, like I whatever. A, I got a seventh-month-old at the house right now who's constantly slobbering, constantly spitting up. I don't care at it's all. little poop factory. If it's someone else's baby, though, get that thing away it's from me. It's so gross. Get it away from me and clean it up. Like, what are you doing? That's what I tell Allie all the time. It's like, I don't really like kids in the abstract. I think kids are awful, by and large, but... Paxton, your kids, my kid, I love my friends' kids too. Yes, you know? I, I tolerate, I like them a lot. Tolerate them, right? Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't my, love them like my own. Yeah, my nephews, I love them, obviously, but yeah, your own kid, it's just different. Yeah, man, it's just different. You can't explain it. You I, really can't until you have one. It's just you, you gotta, you gotta go through it. So, who do you like in the late round of the IDP draft? <laughs> I love the tangents we've been on tonight. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's taking me back. Love your family, guys. Love your family. It's what matters. I love uh, Demarcus Lawrence as a nice dart throw. <laughs> Khalil He's Mack. Solid. He's yeah. solid. You know, but the the uh, like some of the underrated uh, under the radar guys on the good teams, like Frank Clark. 
he's a solid option. George Karloftis, he's a solid option. Even someone like Tayshawn Gibson on San Francisco, a defensive yep. back that not a lot of people know know about. He's going to be a solid option. He's going to maybe get you three or four games. Um, you know, we we do like the Bengals a little bit. Jesse Bates, Logan yes. Wilson, Trey Hendrickson. I mean, if they do, that's the thing. If they do beat the Bills, that's a league winner, right? That's there. absolutely that that that, that, could, that that could win your your league. Sam you. Hubbard, twelve point eight points per game. The yeah. Bengals might honestly be Logan Wilson's been on fire as of late. Yes, of course we motivated him. We this yes. is what we do. We call guys out, and then all of a sudden they have career. I pulled it. I pulled some great stats on Logan Wilson. Like there was, you know, he hadn't been over like I think he had like only what two games over 10 yes. points, like over like 15 weeks. And of course, what does he do? And then he just, yeah, he's been like, I'll show you Adam the top five linebacker ever since. Yeah. Let's pull up the log. Cause I'm curious what Logan Wilson's been doing. He's so. been great. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, those are the picks, like those scary games. Those are where you win these things. Like if you want to swerve, I will say if you want to swerve and go away from chiefs, bills, 49ers, Eagles, there's a real obvious choice here. It's the Bengals, right? Cause everyone's going to be, Everyone's going to be having the same thoughts, right? Everyone's going to like those two, those four top teams, right? Yep. And it's and we're all going to be kind of on the fence about, yeah, the Bengals, and maybe maybe you can talk yourself into the Cowboys making a run, or but for the most part, it's going to be everyone focusing on those four teams. So, if you want your edges, I think I think you're going to want to load up on like. Bengals, maybe even Vikings, if you feel like they can yeah. get three games. Maybe. Who's the NFC team that you think could? Is it the Bucks? I think. I think all all those teams outside of the Seahawks. That's the one I'm like. I just can't realistically seeing them make a run. Yeah. Giants, not really either. Yeah. But Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. If you want to swerve, sure. You could. That could be the league winner. Yep. Right. And let's talk about Eagles as well. Yeah. Those defensive line options for the Eagles are going to be some very nice. Yes. Like if you wanted to go Bosa 101 of your IDPs and then circle back around with like a Brandon Graham or a Josh Sweat, yeah. that team could absolutely make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I like that. There's such a plethora. There's not a lot. Some of these good teams we mentioned, not not a lot of great options. Yeah. And I think, you know, like like your other leagues that have IDP in them, you want to still be patient. You want to load up on your offense first. I think you want to hit your IDPs like in your last rounds. Yeah, I'm probably filling out most most of my offense. Right. I maybe will get one or two IDPs just because I want them. Yeah, right? it's like even though it's probably not the right choice. I think the right choice is just to fill out your offense and then and then get the ones that fall through the cracks, right? Yep. On the good teams. You go quarterback first in this, right? You got to. I think so. You don't want someone to like load up on two of the good quarterbacks, yeah. right? You can't because let someone get like Let's say you have a 7 team league though, cuz you can go basically 4 to 7 is kind of the league size here. If it was a seven-team league and you're picking six or seven, you still going QB? No, no. At that point, you're going like Diggs or Kelsey CMC or CMC, right? Yep. Yeah, you switch the skill positions. There's probably, I think you, the top four quarterbacks. It's probably Mahomes, Allen. This is the this is the question. Hurts. Hurts. I think is and three. Then, yeah. Then is it? What Birdie? do you do? It's it's Burrow, right? You go Burrow there. I'm not going. I'm not I'm, going. Bur- are you going Purdy going, in the first round? Going, I think it's those. Those are the first. Those are no. I don't think so. I think those are the three quarterbacks that you. The, those first ones you named, and then you're just gonna like wait probably. See, I, I'm I, gonna get. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna probably go for like 
the, you know, a Dak or a Herbert probably. Yeah. But losing your quarterback, man, it's like you really don't want to be at the back of these drafts. Yeah. You want to be able to get one of those. Hope that's, for a top three pick. Yeah. Essentially. That second quarterback, though, you're just you're really just hoping to get like two games yep. out of them. So there you go, Addy. I thought that was a nice was little fun. nice little discussion of some IDP options. I just I love this. This is one of my favorite episodes to do every year. I think we've done it every year of the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. it would have been 2020 because we started in 2019. So 20, 21, 22, 23. I bet we've done this episode at least three times. Yeah. Maybe four. I've done the rankings for sure. Yeah. So yeah, we love it. It's so much fun. If you have any questions about how to set your league up, feel free to reach out. We can send you screenshots of how our fan tracks league is set up. The article on the idpshow.com has a link to the Google Sheet spreadsheet. It's nothing fancy. It's just a roster grid. So if you don't want to create it from scratch, just go grab ours and copy and paste it into one of your own. But um, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. I mentioned it a little earlier. We will be back next week. We are resuming the Reality Check series, which will be brought to you by our friends at Reality Sports Online. Addy, we're going to be looking at the top 24 Either defensive linemen or DNs. We'll have to figure out how we want to break that out. If we want to go D-tackle and DNs and roll them all together. I think so. Or just DNs, but we're going to do defensive line or DNs, linebacker episode, top 24, and then top 24, either safeties or DBs. And we're going to be discussing... The reality. If they're if they're real or not. But legit, do we yes trust or no. Them? Yes. Do we, do we think this can repeat? Is this a flash yeah. in the pan? Is this a fluke? Right. What's the reality of the situation? And there's a lot of questions, you know, the Zaire Franklin's, the Frankie Louvu's, a lot yep. of guys that were out of nowhere this year. A right? lot of our IDP MVPs, we may be having some question marks over. Yep, definitely. Is uh, Legereus Sneed a good trade candidate right now? Hell yes. That's, that was my take Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Get rid of him. Yeah. And, and you see it. You see it immediately with, with what we mentioned, the slot stuff. I mean, yes, you... You need to churn these these IDPs whenever you get the chance. I moved Legarius Need for for two thirds this year. That's very in nice season. And I mean, maybe the people think that's thin. I don't care. I don't need a second. I mean, I don't. I don't. Two thirds is great. You can find great pieces. Nice wide receivers. Nice edge rushers. Great linebackers. IDPs yes. in the third round. I mean, but yeah, there's always solid receivers. Because running backs that slip through. Cornerbacks usually don't get picked in our rookie draft. No. If it is, it's fifth round. Third round, you're shopping. No, you're shopping in the nicest aisles for DN linebackers, safety especially. Yeah, if 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 it's not a top twenty five IDP asset, trade their ass. Yeah, get rid of them. Yeah, like it's, you need to be. If if the market is never going to be hot on IDPs like they are on, on the offensive side, so. It's just not a hot market, so take the deals when you get them. Yeah, because like they're not going to come along, uh, along a lot. Don't, don't try to reach for, you know, if you get an offer that's maybe seventy five cents on the dollar, don't push for yeah ninety cents or a dollar because that offer may not come back around. Right. Sometimes the first offer is the best offer, and also you know when you accept those offers though, off the bat, they're more likely to come back to you. Exactly. Again, you know, it's building relationships. Right. Like we talked about. It's very important. It's part of it that gets overlooked a lot. But relationships might be the most important aspect of trading. You're going to go home and play the Nintendo Switch. That Switch is sick as hell. It's so cool, man. It's very cool. Love the Nintendo Switch. So 
We'll have those episodes coming up. Thank you to Reality Sports Online for sponsoring those episodes. We'll be talking more about that platform. We had that nice we love little being ta- partners with you guys. I do. We do love RSO. We went on a, just, just a shit. random tangent there in the middle of a playoff uh, fantasy league. Yeah, we will not apologize for it. Absolutely not. So until next week, Addy, I'll be. I, I mentioned I'll be in Vegas. I'll be at yeah. Circa. I'll be at the rooftop pool, so if you uh, want me to place any bets for you, want me to put some money down on your Vikes, get a little nice sweat going, uh, just let me know. Yeah, may have you do that. So, but we'll have that coming up for you all. We'll be back, like I said, next week. We'll kick off the Reality Check series, starting with, uh, you want to do defensive lineman first, linebacker first? What you want to start with, Addy? Yeah, I think... Hmm. What are, what are people wanting to mo- people want to know about these linebackers? I think people love linebackers. People love linebackers. So it's like, do we save it and make them come back? Yeah, maybe we do. Maybe maybe, maybe we, we save it for the last yeah, one. Yeah, and maybe the last. All right, I like that. Like Stay that. tuned. Yeah, maybe. starting off with uh, corners. Yeah, starting <laughs> off with top twenty four punters <laughs> coming soon. Uh, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Bit of a throwback to the looser, kind of more rambling days, early days of the big three. IDP podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Go play. You get some- what you get. That's right. <laughs> hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you get to play some playoff fantasy football. Enjoy the football, folks. We don't have that many games left. Nope. Savor it, cherish it, and we'll see you all next week. And I was